You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Welcome back. It's Ryan. Uh, Today's going to be a good episode. I have a woman on who is really in the business of faith and empowerment for people, especially women in this day and age. She's here to talk about her story and especially how she's really trying to help the world be more compassionate. Um, Sharia Stallings, thank you for being here. It's good to have you. Thank you so much, Ryan, for having me on. I'm, I'm just really excited with having a great time with you. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a good conversation. So let's start off. You have a really interesting story. You've been through quite a bit. Tell, tell us kind of how you came to where you are and what you've gone through. Okay, so Ryan, my professional career spanned over 20 years. My background is business. I work um, with a major utility company with um, attracting and retaining business. And I also, on the other side, I have over 20 years of experience working in with women's ministry, helping um, actually the chairperson of over 15 churches, helping them develop their women's ministry, helping women, empowering women. Mm-hmm. And then um, based on those, the experiences of the two, my business background and my faith-based background, I started an organization called She Source LLC that would allow me to step outside of the four walls of religious inst- institutions and really work on leadership and professional development for organizations, mostly helping women identify blind spots and barriers to their success so that they can remain in power and succeed in business or to help them with any project or ideas that they have a desire to launch. That's that's great. So talk to us about how did you come up with the idea of finding it in your heart to, to go out there and talk about empowerment? Was it a personal experience that triggered that sort of feeling for you? So there are a, a few things. So first, I as a as a young woman, I was working within ministry mm-hmm. at my local church where working with women's ministry was a group of women between the ages of 19 years old. We deal with everything from marriage, being single, working women, housewives, everything, really dealing with the issues of a total woman. But then I realized, Ryan, that this is something that we all go through, regardless of our places, our socioeconomic status. And that's how I started She Source, because I wanted to start to work with women, deal with leadership, professional development, women empowerment, you know, across all all, all gamuts, across all, you know, organization base. And so I started I started out at the corporate level, and then I've been invited to do, um, invited to conferences and universities, and then I found principals and even social workers asking me to scale down my curriculum for mm-hmm. to bring it to their high schools, to their middle mm-hmm. schools, and even women's shelters, women, single women and children's shelters, just to give them a sense of hope, empowerment that they can actually begin again. 
Right. Right. Do you have any particular situations or stories, maybe women you've worked with who have, you know, in particular have, have been down in the dumps, they've been through something difficult. Can you talk to us about maybe a particular experience you've had with one of these, these people or these women? Well, before I start with some someone else, Ryan, I'll first start with me. Oh, yeah, um, please. When please. I was a young woman at the age of 29 years old, I was um, diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer mm -hmm. that had metastasized to my lymph nodes. Wow. And three different hospitals, you know, you, you, you know the stories. You have your MRIs, you're doing bone scans, organ scans, and I had two different surgeries and when it was time for me to have to start my chemotherapy post-op we did not know then but we realized we found out that I was pregnant Ryan and that I was wow. pregnant during during both surgeries and I was also pregnant when I was getting all those MRIs and exposed to just such high level of radiation. And just to make this, I'm going to try to make this story as quick as possible because it is, it is my story and it, it is what pivoted me in life. Right. When the doctors, they were all concerned and all, and that's, and I'm putting that mildly that one, they told me that I could not have this baby and that I would have to terminate this pregnancy. Wow. And one that my cancer was so aggressive, Ryan, that they didn't even think that I would live through the pregnancy. And if I did, and if I brought this child to term, that she would be born with so many birth defects or abnormalities that why would I want to take this chance dealing, you know, with what I was dealing with. Right. And I'm just going to fast forward. I'm not a superwoman. I'm not a superhero. I am thankful and grateful to the women and the people that surrounded me, much prayers. Yeah. But I stand before you, that same child who um, they thought would have birth defects is now 19 years old. Wow. She's in her third year of college. She has a 3.99 GPA. She just phenomenal. And I'm here today to tell the story. I am cancer free. Wow. And, um, I tell you, Ryan, everybody may not deal with a life threatening illness. Right. However, everyone at some point in their lives is battling something right or they are they have some type of valley experience that they need needed help with or needed to get out of right. and i am here to say that whatever you can make turn your misery into your message you can turn a trial into so, a message of triumph and right. we don't have to remain victims and we can be victorious. I am thankful to God. I'm just thankful, you know, that I'm here to share this story that, you know, here I am, Brian, here I am. And the idea that I'm still here, there is a story to tell. And I want women to know that they can soar, you know, in spite of they can be resilient. Mm 
yeah. and they can bounce back. I, I am a true believer that in spite of anything that we go through, Ryan, that our success is really contingent upon our, our ability to bounce back and recover. And so wow. I'm grateful and I'm thankful. Well, I'm 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 so happy that you were able to get through that. And I'm glad your 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 child is doing well. She's I fantastic. Mean, walk <laughs> us through, I mean, at that moment, you're 29 years old, which you know, mm-hmm. fairly young, right? And mm-hmm. too young to almost have that kind of stress. What, yes. Walk us through what's going on in your head at that moment. What are what are you thinking? And how did you drive up the empowerment to say, okay. I'm going to get through this. What what was going on in your head at that time? Ryan, everything is a process. And that's what I tell. We don't just always arrive. And, you know, if you don't know by now, I am a woman, a woman of faith. And I was surrounded by people who said that we're, we're going to be with you along the way and we're going to we're going to get through this and and I tell you this Ryan that at times I will wake up three or four o'clock in the morning with these thoughts you know that self-talk that you have to deal with sometimes oh yeah that yeah. self-talk in your head that says Sharia you made the wrong decision right. you're not going to make it through this and that would be times when I would get out of my bed go to my chase my favorite chase in my dining room and I would just pray and I would just listen to motivational inspirational messages that would continue to strengthen my faith and you know the decision that I make and so I that's the thing that really pulled me through and it's something that I teach Ryan in leadership right at the corporate level. And the the topic is called the new economy. And I tell people, whenever you think about, when most people think about economy, Ryan, they think about finances or money, their bank accounts, their portfolio. But I tell people that the new economy, the real economy is about relational brilliance. It's about our connections, those authentic relationships that we build, those connections, those collaborations, Ryan. And any if we're going to succeed in anything in life, the art of multiplicity, multiplicity is built around these genuine relationships that we built. And so that's what also helped me. It was the relationships that I had. It was the the women, the men of faith that just just to to, to labor with me in prayer and to strengthen me and to be there for me, you know, if I did have a down moment. And then of course, you know, I had a wonderful team of doctors, right? Right, right. Fantastic team of doctors. And um, I found another group of doctors that they are all medical doctors, but they have turned to a holistic style of treatment. So Mm -hmm. they was ready to work with my, in the event that I had to get chemotherapy, they would work on my oncologist just to make sure that my body was in tip top shape, my liver, my kidneys to, you know, just expel, you know, deal with any type of side effects. Right. you know, that could have for the medicine. But then um, they 
these team of doctors deemed to be very important in my life mm-hmm. because the medical community at in my first trimester, they cannot treat a pregnant woman. Wow. So that's why the medical community was like, like just up in arms because because my cancer was so aggressive, it had already metastasized to my lymph nodes. Me keeping this child also meant that I was denying treatment. And and Ryan, it was not an easy decision. And like I said, there was times when I second guessed myself, but what did it for me, which is I asked my doctors one question. I asked them, if I terminate this pregnancy, can you guarantee me life? And Mm -hmm. they said, no, we can't. And I said, so then why kill the both of us? And um, I thought then I I was married at a very young age, at 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And I thought that, okay, well, I've lived a pretty good life, although I'm young. But maybe that's why I married young. And maybe that's why I did this. And maybe that's why I did that. So, and I said, but I'm happy right now. So I'd rather birth a happy, healthy, normal child than to take the risk to terminate this pregnancy and you still can't guarantee me life. And so that's what had me make the decision that I made. Wow. But it it wasn't easy. I'm telling you, it wasn't easy. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that relational brilliance of people of faith I'm thankful to God that, you know, that we were able to come together and they, and they labored with me through, through that process. Right. Right. That is amazing. I mean, because I think of myself when I was 29 and I'm like, holy cow, boy, was I immature <laughs> compared to you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. I don't know how I would act in that situation when I was 29. I mean, not like you, for sure. <laughs> it it, it uh, grows you up really fast. And, and Ryan, today. can I tell you this? What's amazing? Yeah. yeah. I do not regret any of it. Now, would I want to go through it again? Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely right. not. Right. Yeah. But it taught me something, Ryan. Right. Being in corporate America, I'm in management. I was moving. I was very, I was the youngest in my farm, firm, yeah. the only female, the only person of color in my engineering department. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing, I would, a very respectable salary and, you know, doing pretty well. I'm, I'm here in New York city. Right. And we're at, 29 years old just wanting to climb the corporate ladder and you know you 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 have these checkpoints right Right, of of what you want to do yeah when i got hit with that diagnosis ryan right all those things didn't even rank right and so today i'm so happy i went through that then because i really don't sweat the small stuff yeah. I do not take myself too seriously. Right. Because right. none of that stuff, the, the only thing that matters is that I want it to be healthy. I want it to be strong. I want it to be here for my yeah. family. I'm like, God, I got graduations to attend. I have weddings that I want to see. I have a next generation. I want to live long enough to see grandchildren if I'm blessed in that area. And so today, Ryan, when you have been faced with your own mortality, 
you start to see life through a pair of different lenses. Right. And that's what it's taught me. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's truly amazing. I think it speaks for resiliency because I think, I don't, I mean, you know, younger people these days, and I know when I was younger, you don't really understand that every day is really a gift because tomorrow isn't promised, right? And if you can survive through and people like you have survived through these challenges and people that have done other things that they've survived through, it builds a character and a resiliency and that you carry over into business and in life. Right. And that only makes you, you stronger, um, more resilient and more empowered, I think. So what are some things like, let's say we've got people listening or maybe somebody listening is facing something difficult right now. Maybe it's a challenge in business in their family. Maybe it's a breakup in a marriage or something. Female or male, whoever it may mm-hmm. be. What what are some things you've, you've gone through this in your life and you've developed some of your own mental strategies. What, what do you, what do you talk to people about when they're, when they're feeling down or maybe they're really facing something big right now that's difficult? One of the things I think I I talk about is that we can always begin again. Right. As long as there is life, there is always hope. Right. We're not dead. Dead is the final, right? As long as there's life, there's always hope. And this is just a chapter. Yeah. This is just one chapter in your life and not, and for, and for us to go through it and not to get stuck there, Ryan. Right. Right. I am, I am, it's time to close this book to the next chapter or it's time to write the sequel. Right. But go through this because even this story, even what it is that you're going to through will help someone else. Right. Right. Every rose have thorns in it. Yeah. We're all going to get pricked. Oh yeah. Every single last one of us, every last one of us. And like I said, from the beginning, Ryan, our success is really contingent upon our ability to bounce back and recover. And so we really have to be intentional in this thing, intentional about the choices we make, intentional about the relationships we build. And I'll say this and stop. Yep. Even in our failures, you know, especially with me, my background being in um utility, in you know, the utility industry, energy industry, I, I think about Thomas Edison. He has a quote that says, I am not a failure. I just found 10,000 ways that do not work. Right. So if right. this didn't work, okay, let's scratch the board, let's scratch that off, and let's go to the next one. But right. don't get stuck. And the thing that did not work, right? Even if it, even if it is a marriage, yeah. Whatever that valley experience is, we cannot make anyone do anything, Ryan. Right. But we get to choose how we are, how we're going to participate, right? In that relationship, and that when I say relationship, it, it can be a, a marriage. It can be the relationship with your coworkers. It could be, you know, deciding, do I leave, change careers, take the jump and yeah. start this new business? Do I try to work out this horrible job I'm at or do I, you know, bail out and, and go somewhere else? 
we can't begin again. This in, close this chapter in your book and, right. and let's let's write a new one. You get to write, you get to write it. Right. You right. validate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a powerful statement once that said, you know, your biggest enemies, or sometimes, you know, maybe it is that ex husband or wife, they're your best teachers, right? Because they teach you how to survive and get out of that difficult mindset. Um, and you learn from, I mean, you learn from bad experiences, whether you, you want to believe that or not. I think we all do, right? We learn about ourselves. So I Absolutely. think that's, that's powerful. Yeah. It could, it could mean, you know, putting money in a, in a stock and it failed. <laughs> Yep. It can be, it's, it's, it, it happens, it happens everywhere. And even in this pandemic, Ryan, even for me, like most of my work, I, I, I've been on stages. I go, I do public speaking. I'm a right. teacher. I teach. Yeah. And when the world shut down, me, like, like mo, I was no different than other businesses that had to pivot Right. And really look at now more of digital marketing, yep. looking at how am I going to rebrand, re rebrand and, and, and operate in this digital space now in this virtual world. Right. And now that the world is opening back up, I'll never go back. I don't think we'll ever go back. Somehow, some way we will always live in a hybrid world in terms of doing things in person, but still staying in this virtual space. So even two and a half years ago, I had to deal with like, wait a minute, how I operate in I'm doing air quotes, you can't see this now, but yeah. how I operate in the, let's say, real world, in the right. physical world, did not match my platform in the virtual space, because I gave initially really no, didn't put that much effort into it, because it didn't matter. I got right. bookings, I have clients, I have work, I have but I now have to pay attention to that because that is the space that we're all in right now. Right. And we're so and lucky. Because, yeah, we're so lucky because, you know, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, if I wanted to talk to you, you're on the other side of the country. I'd have mm -hmm. to pick up a phone. I couldn't look at you through video. Um, Correct. We can do business literally with people all over the world now. We're so lucky. <laughs> That we have this ability so now i think thanks to technology when a problem does occur like a pandemic or something mm -hmm. we can shift thanks to technology yeah so that's uh you know it's interesting i want to ask you about shesource.com so talk to us about that initiative and sort of what what you have going on there the events you have and things like that okay so right now she source is a transformational professional development organization where we help women identify blind spots that create barriers to their success and so our with anyone who participates in she source we our workshops are more result driven we focus on creating additional revenue streams we help women how to launch and grow their business, their projects, and ideas. We help them to confidently operate in a competitive environment. And mm -hmm. so, Ryan, one of the things that we look at is um, 
I don't know if you ever heard this phrase that men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti, meaning that, no. yeah, and, and of course I'm <laughs> speaking gen generally yeah. that, you know, men have the ability, you know, the end to compartmentalize things or like whatever's going on at home or in business, they, they don't mix it up. But then women, we being naturally nurturers that we're like spaghetti everything is intertwined that a lot of times if a woman has hit a wall or right. they have hit a barrier some in their business a lot of times they have something to do with something that's totally outside of that and yeah. so that's why what she soars I have to deal with the entire woman so I deal with purpose I call it the seven P's of success, the purpose and dealing with their whys and really defining, designing a life for them that's a, a life of abundance, both personally and professionally. And then we dig into the business part of it where we deal with um, developing processes, procedures, prospecting, presentation, public speaking, and pricing right. for their business. Right. That's great. Now you you help to talk about this with with young women in high school or college level or kind of all over. So yes, I've done um, conferences with universities. I do um, from high school to middle school. Ryan, what was a little bit different is when I was shifted. I had social workers. Um, a social worker give me a call and ask me when I come to their group home. And that's when I realized I had to deal with the emotional intelligence part right. of build that out because you're, you know, when I was sitting at, you know, dealing at the platform of a university or right. dealing corporately or schools, the girls are already geared toward their next you know, their high school, what I want to do in my career, yeah, college, college level, right? Yeah. They're already unapologetically ambitious. Right. But then when I'm sitting in a group home, these were a group of women and young girls who for, for a society have forgotten about or maybe even written off. Yeah. And then the persons who they trusted the most may have failed them like they didn't have any guardians other than the social workers. And I had to rework how I taught empowerment and I started, I developed my, my mission for them was intentional living, right. to be intentional about the choices you make and the relationships that they build. And one of the things that we started with was self-identity that they are more than the biggest mistake they made or of somebody else's. Right. So they're not, they're not defined by their circumstance. Correct. Correct. And believe it or not, although I was there to help them, it, oh my God, it was the most rewarding. Yeah. One of the most, one of the most rewarding experiences that, wow. I, that I've ever had. Any particular, um, you know, young lady there that is that is really connected with you or a story you have from one of them that maybe you can talk about? Um, one without saying names or anything. Right, so right. keep it confidential. One, yeah. Yes, one, one young lady who, uh, one young one lady very was very disruptive in, in the group. 
And I think that she was like just challenging me to see like, okay, let me see if she like really go off. And I remember saying to her, I said, you missed our first session. Yeah. I said, but one of the things I'm trying to say this without saying her name, I said, I, I say one of the things I mentioned to the young ladies that I only want you in this session if you desire to be here. Right. However, and I, because I understand everybody may not be ready. Right. I say, so it appears as though you're not ready. I say, so you are free to leave. Mm-hmm. so that I can provide to the other young ladies, you know, what it is that they came for. She decided to stay. This woman, young lady, who then was only like 17 years old, became one of the best like students of the session and ended up getting a full scholarship to the University of Honolulu, ended up going to college in Hawaii. Wow. In Hawaii. Nonetheless. In Hawaii. And listen, <laughs> And she lived in the Bronx, the Bronx, oh. New York. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, are you actually going? They were like, she's go- full ride, full ride. And wow. just to have been part of that process to yeah. work with her on her application for her to actually think like I can actually go to college. Yeah. Never mind. And all she was thinking about, like, she didn't even know she would finish high school. You know, it's like, right. it, it was amazing. And so that's, that's like a great story. Okay. <laughs> you know, so you hear it now. If, if you want to go to college in Hawaii, you need to talk to yes. <laughs> <laughs> You got your ticket. Yeah. You, you just need one person. You just need somebody to believe in you and connect. And Ryan, yeah. I tell people like you and I, that yeah. even as we're building our business and we have our hopes and we have our dreams yeah. that we have to remember to reach back, yeah, to reach back and to pull somebody up who right. may be looking at us even from a distance. We can be inspiring people that we have no idea that we are, but to really be intentional about going, reaching back to help someone, someone else. And trust me, it'll be a bigger blessing to you, you know, you know, as it is, as it is for them. That's got to be a great, I mean, you know, I feel good. Just, I'm like, I hold the door for somebody. I'm like, Hey, I did something good today. I feel good. You know, but for you, (laughs) I'm like, for you, it's like, that's got to be an amazing feeling to know that you were that much of an influence on someone's life, especially a young person, right? And you know what? Because I got to remember that somebody helped me. Every right. every every step I take, even now, Ryan, you and I, this connection, this yeah. conversation, yeah, I'm going to share this amongst my circle on my platform. You're doing the same on on yours. Yep. We have no idea the seeds that we're planting right now in this moment. Right. And what is going to sprout into. So that's what I mean by I am so excited about the process. Even this isn't a coincidence. We have, this is a seed. We are planting seeds right now. And I really do believe that it's going to sprout into something. And what's wonderful, once again, about this virtual, this digital world is that this is a timeless piece for someone to revisit years down the line. Yeah. 
I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy my house in Hawaii in 10 years and I want you to come visit, okay? <laughs> I promise so. to give me an invitation because I will show up. See, see, Ryan, don't I tell you right now, I will show up, but I, yeah. I'm an excellent cook and I bring lots of treats. So oh, great, 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 great. Well, Sharia, it's been a great conversation and I do appreciate you coming on to talk to me. Um, I know people are going to want to get involved. Um, maybe they have some people that you can talk to, whether it's a group of young women or, you know, other, other people in there. Um, where can they reach you? How can they find you to book you or talk to you or, or work with you in some way? You can email me at we soar at she soars.com. Okay. Once again, go right on, you get my social media on Facebook is She Swords, on Instagram is She Swords LLC, and you can DM me or you can send me an email. I would be more than happy to speak, to connect, to collaborate with any one of you. Well, Sharia, thank you so much. I appreciate your support in sending this episode. I will send it out too through LinkedIn and elsewhere. And um, man, it's been great. So thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night, okay? Take care, Ryan. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Ryan. Are you in the market for a customer relationship management system for your business? Well, before you drop a dime, pick up my book, Customer Relationship Management Exposed, now available on Amazon. Just search Customer Relationship Management Exposed and my name, R-Y-A-N-A-R-C-O-R-A-C-I. This is your definitive guide to saving money before purchasing a CRM, so pick it up today.